Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello, this is Helena, Helena Steinhornstein with Our Wondrous World. This is a world so full of wonders, you know, so I have that title because there is so much out there and all we have to do is to discover it. So I'm with you again. I'm still in Florida and I'm going to remain here for a little while. And uh, uh, anyone who wants to see me in Florida, please contact me. I'm also over on the East Coast. Right now I'm on the West Coast in Sarasota on the West Coast. But I will, uh, from time to time, go and visit Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach. So do get in touch with me. I uh, have a few questions that have come in. I always get questions from somewhere in the world. And the first question I see, which is, has nothing to do with my title today, my title today, what is the purpose of my life and our lives on the whole? And my life, you know, that, that is what counts. What is my life about? And uh, I was sitting at, um, I forgot this about film, but <laughs> anyway, I was at a dinner party the other night, and we were a few of us sitting there talking about, like you do at dinner parties, nothing very important. But then someone just came in on the subject, why are we here? What is the purpose? Why am I here? And, of course, this is very much my subject, so I was going to make a little speech, but I was not, you know. I was just being quiet for a little bit. And then another woman said, oh, we're here to make the best out of it. And I thought, well, she is so right. Why are we here? Not to suffer and have a bad time. We're here to make the best out of it. So on that note, I get back to it because I just want to finish this question about Finland because I know one, someone is listening in Finland right now. And I'm coming to Finland soon, probably in May or beginning of June. And I've had so many requests from Finland this winter. I don't know why. So I asked my assistant, Tule Rita, in Helsinki, and asked her, why is it that so many people in Finland are asking me when I'm going to be there? Do you have problems going on? And she said, yeah, you know, we don't understand why we have to have it so bad when the whole world is having a much better time. The recession is still active here in Finland. So anyway, I'll be in Finland soon. So contact me and I will let you know when exactly I'll be there. But going back to the purpose of our lives. So we were sitting there at the dinner party, and uh, when the woman had said, we're here to make the best out of it, I so much agreed. We're here to make the best out of it. But how? How do we do that? Well, you know, we have within us a sparkle of light. What is this sparkle of light? It's the God flame within us. It's this higher knowledge. And this sparkle of light is an essence of a higher power. 
And when we align with this higher power, we can make it possible to create the miracles we are looking for. It sounds so easy, doesn't it? But there is a purpose for each one of us here. And then I will come in to another question that I saw here on my list, and that's from Sophia in Athens, Greece. Hey, I have listeners in Athens, in Greece. Thank you. Anyway, and she says here, when does the soul enter the human body? And I say, much sooner than you think. If you go back and listen to the male you know, philosophers and all the priests and maybe the Pope and everything else, they have different opinions that they may have created from their belief system and their religion. But I see it a different way. And I see it firsthand. Because when I look at people, I see what they have around them in their energy aura, so to speak. And sometimes in this energy aura with women, I see a young child, sometimes a baby or sometimes a young child. It doesn't matter somehow if it's a boy or a girl or a young child or a baby. Sometimes that spirit vision sits on the mother's lap. I say the mother already on the woman's lap. Or it's around her feet or it kind of circles around her head. And this means there is a soul looking for a place to go for a particular higher purpose. And now I tell this woman where I see this vision, I say, well, if you don't want to get pregnant now, you better watch out. And I had one woman who was in her 50s, and she said, well, I don't think I can even get pregnant anymore. I don't think I can conceive. I'm too old. And I still said to her, well, watch out. And she was pregnant already at that time. So the soul was already present and, of course, belonged to her already. So the soul enters the body already in the very, very early stages of you not even knowing you're pregnant yet. The old Indians... Uh, the old Indian women who didn't want to have a baby, and when they found out they were pregnant, they started to talk to the soul and say, tell them this was not a good idea. Come back another time or leave me. I don't want you. Not now. And those women would then have a natural miscarriage. They would lose that baby because the baby decided it was not time for it now. So anyway, what I'm saying with this is that there is a purpose for each baby. It's not that we call an accident that you were born. You were meant to be here in this world. There was a higher intention for you to be here in this world. You were meant to be here. I hear so many times, oh, no, it was my mother's fault. She never wanted me. And that's true. She may not have wanted you at the time, but the universe wanted you. So there is a purpose for you out there. 
whoever you are. Now I had someone call me up before the show started, and I thought it was actually my uh, the producer from from the station, but it wasn't. And I see she's still hanging on, and uh, she was um, uh, asking me a question. I said, "Well, wait till we are on." And uh, area code five one six. I think your name was Sandra, was it? Y- yes, that's correct. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm enjoying listening to your show. First time listener, and I thought that was a beautiful story about how we're all, you know, here before were even conceived. This is the truth, you know, and the souls are looking for their mothers, you know, a suitable mother. Sometimes they're looking for the father too, but they look for the for the mother who belongs to the father. <laughs> yeah, I think it's beautiful just to say that just to let people know that the universe wants us here. I think that's really a beautiful message and to be able to And that is really the truth. I've yeah, seen so many children who have been adopted and how those adopted children have been so wanted by their new parents and how they have found wonderful purposes in their lives. That's really touching and beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and I see it as that that too, and this is what my part of my work consists of, you know, soul research. (laughs) It sounds a little unusual, but, you know, you can only experience this way. You cannot do this intellectually and kind of talk yourself to a solution. This is what I see. This is what I perceive, and it's a wonderful vision. Yes, it certainly is, and it's wonderful that you're able to share it with other people. (laughs) Yes, I think so too. I I love to do this. Sandra, you had something you wanted to ask um, or or some kind of thought that you wanted to share. Well, I'm sure like many other people, I'm really just trying to find my purpose like everyone else. And, you know, we're here to kind of uh, identify it. And we do that in several ways by trying different things and going out and, you know, meeting different people who are, I guess, put along our path to bring us to what, you know, we're meant to do. Um, So I think it's a process. Like anything else, I don't think anyone could just say, oh, yes, you're a fireman or you're a nurse or you're a doctor. But um, it's more of a soul's calling. But I kind of, you know, I'm in the process now where I was doing something for, you know, a long time. And now I'm transitioning. But I haven't found yet what to transition to. And I guess that is making me feel a little... I guess I'm feeling a little awkward because I haven't really found yet what I want to do. Um, you know, most people out there feel the way you do. I'm sure. People <laughs> don't realize. It, it's very true. And just like what we said here before, that as long as you can make the best out of what you do, but if you're not happy where you are, and so many come and ask, what shall I do? And as, ask them, well, somewhere in your life, you've had a moment of when you were really happy. You know, you were doing something that was making you extraordinarily happy. And they come up with professions, oh, when I've been scuba diving or something like this. Yes, you yeah. can make most things into a profession and do it all the time. And I said this to a woman in New York, and she was there, and she said, I'm so miserable in New York. I hate it here. It's too cold and it's too crowded. And I said, 
well, what do you do now? She said, I work in an office. And I know that's not the purpose of my life. And I asked her, do you feel happy when you go to the to your office in the morning? I said, no, I hate it, as I told you. <laughs> and I said, well, can you recall any moment when you have been extraordinarily happy doing something? And she said, when I've been diving. I just have loved that. It gave me the freedom. It gave me everything I loved. And I said, well, what stops you now to go to the Bahamas and see if you can be hired by a diving company and work for them? And she waited for her next vacation, and she went to the Bahamas and did get hired. And she is doing extremely well. She's happy, and she has uh, found some man, I mean, a new man in her life, and she makes some money, and she makes even more tips <laughs> from tourists. <laughs> and she's very, very happy. And she has said, actually, this is the purpose. This was what I was meant to do. Little unusual for someone who lives in New York and only been scuba diving, you know, through lessons and being on vacation a couple of times out in the islands. Do you have something like this that you really, really love doing? You know, I was scouring the mind as you were telling the story and thinking, what what makes me really happy? And I think I'm going to have to probably sit with that and think about it because as I just kind of spent that little bit of time, I, I couldn't come up with anything that really makes me happy. Yeah. And I saw a man, uh, also he came to me, and he was uh, he was a minister for, for some kind of small church somewhere. And he was so miserable, and he said, I shouldn't be. I know all the rules, you know, all the laws, all the, you know, godly principles, and I'm miserable in my work. And um, And I asked him, what do you really like to do? And he was so embarrassed. And he said, I like to count money. I like to make money and sit and count the money. And of course, for a minister, this was not the right thing to say. And he had to hold back all this materialistic thinking that he had in many ways. But he wasn't that materialistic. He just liked to see growth of something. And I told him, well, maybe you should just go into business and start doing a business where you can be successful. And he did. He went into something where he could make money selling things in network marketing. And he turned out into being a very, very successful man doing network marketing because, again, he knew the spiritual laws and how to condition yourself into, you know, being successful. But he liked to have that reward, you know, counting the money. And in network marketing, that's what it's all about. You make money, money, money. (laughs) And he loved it. So that was his purpose. He thought his purpose was to be spiritual and teach spirituality because he had spiritual inclination in him. And I meet that many times, so many, particularly women who come to me for my classes, and they believe that they have to turn into healers because they have been to a class. 
and uh, that has not uh, uh, been the case. You don't need to become anything spiritual because you have a spiritual mind and you are that way inclined. Uh, women on the whole are spiritual. We are spiritual beings. Men are not on the whole as spiritual as women. Of course, if I say that, I get all kinds of people against me, but this is the way it is. Men have been, have been given the the physical muscle, muscle to lift things and help us lifting things and doing the heavy work, whereas the women were supposed to tune in to the soul and to the body and just make us happy that way in nurturing the family. So we have different tasks out there. What kind of profession have you been in or are you in now, Sandra? Mainly sales. Does it make you happy? Um, You know, connecting with people makes me happy, uh, but the actual selling of things does not make me happy. You know, I was just going to say that. You probably like meeting the people because that's what I feel exuding from you. There are jobs where you can just go out and meet people in promotion, in public relations, and you team up with, you know, a company, and you go out and meet people. There are lots of organizations that have people who are meant to go out and meet other people, if it's a Red Cross or if it's, you know, whatever. But you don't like that selling part. That is the hard part of it. Yes. And understand no, that. To sell is not that easy, and you have to just love it. That is what makes you successful. So meeting people can be in all kinds of ways. Also selling, but not selling uh, you know, I went to Home Depot yesterday, and I went in there, and first I needed some kind of tool, and I talked to a guy who was selling these tools. He loved what he was doing. He took me all over the store and showed me things and talked about things. Then I went out in the garden department and met another gorgeous-looking man, and we talked about, you know, plants and fertilizers and everything. He didn't do the selling part of it. He did the people part of it. And as we stood there, a little hummingbird came up to us. And I took that as a sign. <laughs> oh, hummingbird, you know. And what my sign was that here you have someone who loves what he's doing. And it doesn't matter what you were doing if you're selling you know, plants, or if you're selling stocks, you know, as long as you love what you do. He loved the plants. He liked, loved nature. And he, could, he started to talk about hummingbirds to me. He knew about that too. So it was not that he needed to have a prestige job, and he looked so good. He couldn't get anyone in the world the way he talked and walked and, and looked. He was just a big, big charmer. But he was happy in his life, very happy with his life. And evidently, he had found a purpose to mingle with people. Years ago, uh, when I was married, we have a gardener. We had uh, this gardener who was a nice man. And he asked me one day, you know, he said, 
you're so nice, you speak to me, and I love that. And the others don't do that the same way you do. And I said, well, I talked to you because you seem so happy. And he said, of course, I do exactly what I love doing. I work with the plants and I, with the grass and I see how it grows. I don't care about the people, but I love, you know, their gardens. And this is what I was meant to do. He felt he had found his purpose. So to find our purpose, it doesn't have to be anything fancy that will please someone else. It should be something that pleases you. So you like the people part of it. And there are, you know, places where you can do, uh, you know, good with that. I was a teacher for grown-ups at one time when I was a student. And I like that a lot. Because I talked to people who wanted to learn uh, languages. I was teaching English, French, and, and German and to grown-ups, and I did it after I'd done my studies. And I thought it was great fun because, again, I saw these people who really wanted to learn something and how they shared things with me. And the men afterwards would invite me to dinner, (laughs) you know, lunch (laughs) and all kinds of things because, again, I had such joy at the work. It was not at much you know, the subject was just I could associate with people. And the same today, I love human beings as I love animals. You know, I love beings. I love to be because I think I love life. So, again, there are parts of us that has a yearning, you know, a longing. And, again, go within you again and see When have you met people and when have you really enjoyed? You can do market research and just go out and ask people what they like, you know, about certain things and promote maybe a product without having to sell it. Yeah, I think I need to do some inner work um, listening to all those experiences. I feel envious of the people who found what they really love to do, and it seems like so natural to be able to do something that you love, you know, that you really, that you have that passion for. And I kind of feel like most of the things that I've done in my life, I did have great passion for them when I started. Um, But, you know, maybe... Maybe it wasn't meant to be for, you know, an entire lifetime. I think some people work sometimes one job an entire lifetime, and that suits them, yeah. and other people need so variety. It, yes, that we should not be afraid of moving on instead yeah. of getting stuck in one particular place. Yeah. And I've done that myself. I wouldn't have the knowledge today if I hadn't moved from one place to the other. I was an entrepreneur, but before that I was in the corporate world, you know, and I was teaching. So I'd done all kinds of things, and that has given me a lot of experience and knowledge of how life functions. I wouldn't at all be in this place if I hadn't done those things. So if I just jumped into doing what I'm doing now, I wouldn't have had this practical eye for things you know, for what goes, which I have now. 
makes a big, big difference. Yeah, I think it 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 definitely assists you in growing. Yeah, and we are meant to grow. That's part of the purpose. But the purpose here for our for us here in this world is to uh, find that power, that higher power that I call God. You know, the light, and to use that power. That is the power. That is the purpose, that we are going to improve all the time through our connection with this higher universe, with this higher intelligence. We are not meant to just stay the same all the time, and we are not meant to, to be bullied by anyone else. We are meant to be as good as we can be spiritually. The woman who was at the dinner party looked at it very, you know, down to earth. Are we here to have a good time to be as good as we can be? Yes. But once you are moving along on the path of life, you're coming to stages where you need more help all the time. The higher you get up there, the more help you need from the universe. I say the universe when I mean God, but I have listeners in some countries who don't like to use the word God because they have been indoctrinated that this is a man up in the sky and you don't believe in that. You believe in something much, much higher, in a higher power. But we are meant here to align with this higher power. But as we have survived challenges, we get higher and higher tests all the time to survive and this is how we improve you know the improve our humanity this is how the we improve our consciousness if we here on this earth would have a different consciousness there would be no crime there would be no violence we would not abuse each other or nature the way we do So we are meant to have a higher consciousness. I sometimes speak at um, conferences for, um, you know, the environment. And then sometimes people ask, why is she there? She speaks about a different subject. And then the organizers have always said, no, she speaks about your inner environment. This is where it starts because we can only understand the outside environment with the right heart if we change our consciousness. And with you now, for wanting to get further on in life, you have to start to think on the line with the light. You know, I am, you know, the light. I am a spiritual being. Everything is there for me, and it is. You just have to begin to see it. That's truly beautiful. That kind of reminds me that I'm not so lost. (laughs) (laughs) You are not lost. You know, the time when you start to feel, oh, why am I here? And what is the purpose? And I have to move on. But where? You know, where do I go? That is the time when you have matured and when you are ready to move on to the next level. It means you have come a long way, further than you believe. 
Yeah, I I I sense that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a, a tad bit impatient. I I I want to. You want, I want to know? To, we all do. Yeah, I want to start right doing now. something that I feel great about. You know? Yeah, and I've been there. You know, I've been like waiting for the phone to call to ring, and yeah. someone would call me and say, "Oh, I have this for you." And it doesn't quite work that way. Although, in a way, it works that way, that little ideas, little bits of inspiration will float by you. And it will be just a split of a second. And that may be just the right idea. So if you get that little thing that comes up just quickly and disappears again, that might be your subconscious trying to tell you, you know, look at that. That's something you should do. Is there something you're really good at, some kind of hobby, or you do sewing? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I, I know, I mean, I'm, I'm a great organizer. I definitely have that skill. Um, I'm a good decorator. Yeah. You know, um, I know I can do that as well. So now already we have found out that you have skill to be a good organizer. Not many people are, I can tell you. I've seen that a lot. They're terrible organizers <laughs> and they work as organizers. They don't have the big eye for, you know, how it works. So I yeah, can I see what it is now. You I'm have a good a planner. I'm a good yeah. planner also. I can see things. Um, I think I could see things ahead, like as they're finished, you know, systematically, I I think I... Yeah, and that's good. Have you thought about some kind of like wedding planner or event planner? No, I really, I guess I haven't, you know. Sometimes I I do think about a party planner, but I don't know. That's fun. That's, uh, you know, I have done that also in my long career. (laughs) of collecting experience. Then you meet people. And, uh, of course, once if you would be a wedding planner, you get those mothers, and that's not that easy uh, because they have ideas that are not always very practical for a wedding planner. But you meet people and you meet a lot of excitement, and you have event planners, the big conferences, so you could go to some kind of, um, where do you live? I live in New York. So you would have lots of opportunities there to yes, find probably. a place, maybe a hotel and conference hall, and see what you could do, you know, what they could do for you, what you can do for them. Go and offer your services and tell them what you can do for them. Make them kind of want you. That's part of, 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 of the skill, you know. Yeah. Make them feel they need you. True, true. Yeah. So anyone well, who wants to know more about me, uh, go to my um, website, www.speakingtoyourheart.com, and this is also how you can get hold of me, uh, Helena. Margareta or Helena Steiner Hornstein. Reverend Dr. Helena Steiner Hornstein, sometimes people say, which of course is true. I do not go into all those long phrases, 
but call me Helena Margareta. It's simple and easy. And I'm Swedish if you wonder what my accent comes from, <laughs> what it is. <laughs> what it is. Uh, so um, anyway, Thank so you, speaking Helena. to your heart.com. I'm so happy that you called, Sandra, and yes. that you were part of the show because you represent people out there who are listening. Yeah, I'm sure I do. I'm sure there's yeah. probably plenty others that feel the same, that are transitioning as well and, and looking for something. And you definitely helped to ground me in this conversation by remembering that there's things that I'm good at and that I just really need to think about what I love. This is the thing. You know, you have to do what you love. Once you love doing it, people notice that and they yeah. come to see you. I, think I have not just yet falls advertised. What? When you, I, I think everything just falls in place when you yes. truly love what you do. Because then, the like you said, people notice and, and you generate a different kind of energy, a higher energy. People are drawn to you, you know, just um, it, it all fits into place. It does. You have to yeah. love it. And I've been that way myself. And I always love what I've been doing. But then that comes... There has been a time when I didn't love it anymore. Yeah, and that that's how I, I got that's, out. That's exactly how I felt about sales. It's the same yeah. thing. I just didn't love it anymore. Maybe it was the person I was selling for. or That could also be a very good reason to move on. Yeah. It's yeah. not fun to be in partnership anyway, you know, in any way, private yeah. or business-wide, if you are not happy with that partnership. Yes, absolutely. But you, you know when it's be time happy. to move on. <laughs> yeah. So now you know, sit and you know, make a list. What do yeah, I like? Going, what do I not want? You know, and, and I always tell my, that to people: make a list. Yeah, a little due diligence. You know, get in there and do what I have to do, and I'm sure I'll figure it out. And uh, well, we are meant to be in alignment again with this higher power. That is the purpose here and once you're happy you are and then success yeah. comes to you yeah I'm looking forward to that I I certainly am I just want to I want to feel that that passion for something again yeah and you like have I it in you I can feel that you love many yeah. people and you can organize thank you so much Sandra for oh, calling thank in. you Helena God thank bless you. thank you bye 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 so, uh, so we are back, uh, and I uh, will just look at a couple of more of the questions here that have come in. I think we kind of tied in here, like when the soul entered the human body, uh, from they had from Sophia in Athens, Greece. And anyone in Greece, uh, I do uh, have several clients from the past, and uh, who have been in touch with me, and I've even given seminars in Greece. I haven't done so for a while, but keep in touch with me. So um, again, I had another one I from another country here. I live in Wellington, New Zealand. Do you ever come here? And it's the same thing as I said with Finland. Yes, I do travel, but I will not travel to New Zealand uh, anytime soon, although I would love to. I have several clients in New Zealand, as I have in Australia, and we meet over the phone or over uh, 
which of course doesn't cost anything if you use Skype video call and I don't even have to see you uh, in the video, you can block the video. Uh, many people are afraid that they don't look good or something like that. But, oh, no, don't worry about this. You don't. You can block the video. But it's a cheaper call for you to contact me over Skype, and it works extraordinarily well. I have um, another one uh, here. How much can I trust automatic writing or channeled messages? That's Cheryl in Atlanta who asked that question. And... Uh, that's a good question because um, automatic writing and channeling, it's like some source is providing the information that you are giving and that you are receiving, I should say, and you pass it on to someone else. But it is important for you to, when you channel or when you do automatic writing, to... Uh, Ask for the highest good because not all channeling comes from the good sources. There are lots of sources there that give bad information or wrong information that just want to play with you and how gullible you might be in receiving them. So make sure that you do not listen to the wrong sources when you channel. You always have to ask for the highest good. I've seen so many uh, young persons who have started to channel and they've been so excited about channeling, but they channeled sources that were not reliable. They came up with all kinds of information that only upset people who heard them. So again, make sure that the channeler is connected with the higher source of information. Then it's wonderful because sometimes this is the only way you can get to certain information because you don't have it yourself. You have to connect with this higher source of information. I promised a, a meditation and I will do one uh, now. And it's going to be healing meditation. I do these meditations every day. In my consultations, I, do, um, I always include a meditation. However, my meditations are not regular meditations. First, they're always channeled from a higher source of ability and information. And it goes to you. And... It's meant to cleanse your subconscious. It's meant to get all the shadows and blockages out of your subconscious. So that is what we are doing. So it's not like one of those nice in meditations that people read and have learned by heart and they use all the right words. These words that come through me are simple, but they already consist of energy and that energy is connected with the higher intention this higher intention is the God energy that is the good it's meant to restore balance within you and within the world so now you begin to take a deep breath and begin to center yourself 
meaning just begin to relax and get rid of all disturbing thoughts. Now I'm going to play music by Stephen Halpin. I have permission to do so. His uh, website is www.innerpeacemusic. Stephen Halpin. Stephen is written with a B. Stephen Halpin. And I think he also has a website, stephenhalpin.com. So the music is copyrighted, as is my meditation, but you can give it without selling it. You can pass it around, and it is good for people. I know many people put them on their iPods and listen all through the day, and you can do that also. So you begin to relax now, and relax, and feel good about you and the one that you are. You are a spiritual being, living a human experience. You love your life. You love you. You love that light that shines within your chest area. You just feel that you and that light within you are one. You take a deep breath and you relax. You relax more and more and more. And you know who you are. You are you. And you count. You are special. You were meant to be here in this world. You are so relaxed now. So relaxed. Your whole body is relaxing. Your feet and you stretch your feet and your legs. And they are relaxing. As the relaxing power goes from your feet and up through your legs and into your hips. And now into your spine and is spreading out all over your body. The relaxing feeling goes up your neck and into your shoulders and down your arms and into your hands. You stretch your fingers. You stretch your hands and take another deep breath. You are so relaxed now. And within your thoughts, there are only good thoughts going through your mind and should a thought not be part of the positive thoughts cleanse it out throw it out clear 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 and you kind of brush off your body you are so relaxed now So very, very relaxed. Yes, you are at ease and you are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. You take another deep breath and you imagine yourself far, far away in a place where you feel so very safe. You're out in nature. You are surrounded by a... It's almost like it's a desert. 
and you see mountains and you see dunes and way up high you have a dark sky with millions and millions and millions of little stars. These stars are all part of your inner universe. They twinkle and they shine. Yes, they twinkle and they shine. And they are each one of them a positive thought. Each one of these little stars represent a positive thought within your mind. A thought that is coming and going. And those are all shining lights in your inner self. You are so very, very relaxed now. So very, very relaxed. And now you feel that within you, in your chest area, there is a light. And just for a few moments, you put your hand on your chest area and connect with that light within you. And it begins to feel warmer and warmer in your chest area. And you raise your hand above your chest and clockwise begin to circle your hand over your chest area and within your chest area the light rotates with your hand and now you raise your hands towards the heavens and as soon as you do, the whole sky is opening up and is sending you a big, wide ray of light. And this big, wide ray of light is entering your body, the top of your head. It's entering all your cells, your brain cells. And we wash away any kind of darkness and shadows and we open up your third eye and begin to make you more receptive to the higher power, to the many dimensions of the universe. And now you feel that the universe is shining all over you. And this wide, wide ray of light that's shining over you consists of many, many small little rays. And each one of those little rays is going through your pores and going through your cells and allows the cells to fill up with the light. All those little rays are filling up the cells with new healthy, healthy light. All your cells are now beginning to fill with new, healthy, shiny light. And we throw away any kind of darkness. 
that has been there before. And I'm saying clear, 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 clear. You are so very, very relaxed now. And you feel how you are completely taken over by the light. And you know the light is good. In the light there is no darkness. It's not possible. And should a thought of doubt enter your mind, take your hand and brush off your head and say clear, 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 yet again, you are so relaxed, so very, very relaxed now. You are a spiritual being. And now suddenly you discover that around you, where it was darkness before and desert before, you now have replaced it without realizing it with a big, beautiful garden. And the garden is filled with wonderful flowers. They're all shining in the daylight. I say shining because it's like there is sunshine all over the garden, even on the ground, under the tree. You are now so relaxed, so very, very relaxed. What we did in this session was that we cleansed your subconscious. Your subconscious is now completely cleansed from old shadows and more and more light is now shining into your subconscious. You are so relaxed. Your eyes are still closed. Don't open your eyes until I say it's time to open your eyes. You are so relaxed. So very, very, very relaxed. And you feel that within you there is a place called I am the light. It rotates in your chest area. And now it rotates faster and faster and faster. It throws out the light. It throws out any darkness. The light is throwing out any energies that is not of the light. The light is now shining from your chest into your arms, up your neck and into your thoughts. And now from your chest down into your body, cleansing your body. And I'm saying, clear, clear, should anything be off balance and dark within your system. Oh no, everything is now shining light within you. And the light continues down your legs into your feet. And from your feet, the light is connecting with the center of Mother Earth. You are now so connected. 
and so in harmony. The purpose of our lives is to be in harmony, to be in balance. Universe does not recognize the off-balance. We are meant to be in balance with our higher selves. We are meant to be in balance with that shining light, with this higher frequency of power that resides within us. We all have access to this higher power within us. We all can do so. You are so relaxed now. So very, very relaxed. You are at ease, and you are a person of harmony. You are so very, very, very relaxed. And you take a deep breath. You feel how good health is shining through your body. You stretch your arms. You stretch your spine and your shoulders. You stretch your neck. And you breathe out. And you breathe in. And when you breathe in, you breathe in beautiful, healthy energy. And it's there to stay within you. Because we have now conditioned yourself to be in the light. And where there is light, there is no darkness. It's just plain common sense and if you doubt reprogram yourself where there is light there is no room for darkness it is technically impossible look into a light bulb and you see it shines absolutely all through you are so relaxed. And look at the sun. How it shines. You have to look at pictures, pictures. Because if you look at the sun with your bare eyes. It's not good for your eyes. But the sun is all, all bright and light. And that is also the case with your inner light. It is bright and light. And now you look at your garden and know that everything you perceive there in your garden, you have created in your own inner self. You are a spiritual being. You know who you are. You are of the light. We all have the light within us. Young and old, men and women, animals, dogs and cats and wolves and giraffes and elephants, we all have the light within us. Anything that is alive, has the light. Even the plants out there 
are of the light. You are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. Yes, within you. There is a place that knows all and sees all. And that is your higher self. Now I count to seven and you come back to here and now. Number one, you feel grounded and you feel good about yourself. Number two, you feel connected to the whole universe. Number three, you love your life and you shine. You're meant to be someone. Yes, you are. One, two, three, four, five. You love the light and you trust the light. And it shines within you right now. You feel in balance. You feel happy. You feel wanted. You feel that you know and that you can. And you feel well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now open your eyes again. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein at www.speakingtoyourheart.com. I am here for you anytime you so need me to help you out. So thank you very much. We are now coming to the end of this session. You're always welcome to contact me. Uh, I am giving private healing sessions over the telephone every day or over Skype every day with someone out there in the world. And as I had a question before, do you come to Australia or to New Zealand? No, but I work with you over the telephone. I do that many times. So contact me. Go to my homepage, speakingtoyourheart.com. You can also reach me through Activeil, which is the same site, just a different name. Activeil, written A-C-T-I-V-A-L-E. Activeil, activale.com. So thank you again. And if you have any questions of any kind, do not hesitate to email me. I'm here. And by the way, I have several CDs. You can find them on my website. One of them uh, called Make Your Dreams Come True is different from the other ones in the sense that it's extremely good to use as uh, just playing in the house. And you can walk around and somehow it cleanses your subconscious and cleanses your house even from bad energies. So play it and you don't have to listen to it like in a meditation. You can walk around and just let it play. Animals seem to like it also. Dogs and cats seem to enjoy it and always walk up to the, to the CD player when people play it. At least that's what I've been told <laughs> until they get so bored with it, maybe. Anyway, good talking to you, and I will be with you soon. Thank you so very, very much for being with me today, wherever you are in the world. And by the way, 
uh, in Sweden. You have been asking when I'm going to be in Sweden next time. I'll be there in May this year. It will be early this time. And I'll be there for uh, a little while in May and um, in June. Thank you again. Goodbye.